you have suffered the loss of a child, you will know that the pain, emptiness, and longing changes you. This is Viloma, hosted by Jean Vandenberg. Jean is a social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling. And through this series, she hopes to let parents who have lost a child know that they are not alone. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Viloma. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning, Kathleen. I'm very well. Thank you. And yourself? I'm good. Thank mm. you. Um, so, John, just on a personal note, I hear there's some exciting things happening at home. Do you maybe want to share with the audience? Yes, Kathleen. <laughs> After a very um, turbulent year, we started the year with a new baby, a grand, new granddaughter in January. And we are ending the year next Wednesday with a wedding. My my firstborn is That's going to get married <laughs> here on our property. It will be a garden wedding. And yes, that is something to look forward to. Absolutely. It's such a good way to end the year. Yes, that's true. Especially this year. I mean, let's be honest. It's been, I think it's been a very turbulent year for many people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, this year has been, I think, in everybody's life, they can write a book about everything <laughs> that they had to yeah. endure. Yes. Yeah. And, and on that subject, with it being end of the year now and we're entering the festive season and, you know, we've got Christmas coming up and, and New Year's, that must be a very difficult time for, for parents who have lost a child. What, you know, how, do, how does the festive season affect a grieving parent? Kathleen, the grieving parent is not only in December, it's always very aware of dates and anniversaries, yeah. but the month of December is especially challenging. Um, I have read on a blog the other day that a mum said that she remembers when she's playing Monopoly as a kid and how much she treasured the get-out-of-jail-free card when she was lucky enough to draw it from the pile. And then she compared the Christmas month with jail wishing that there was a card like that for the season of festivity and that she could get out of Christmas. And that Aww. describes how hard this month is for the grieving parent. That absolutely makes sense. Um, I think you mentioned before, you know, the empty chair is always part of a celebration. It doesn't matter if it's a birthday or um, Christmas or any other special event. Yes, um, that is true. Uh, you are never unaware. It's always here in the front of your mind that something extremely terrible has happened, Kathleen. And I remember when we had our first Christmas as a family after the horrific year when our blader died. And as a family of five, we always were a family of six before. We decided to go to the coast in order to not be at home for Christmas. Before that, every year we would spend our Christmas as a family at home. So we rented a holiday flat close to the beach. We drove the six hours down there and the young ones decorated the tree. But somewhere in those days, I realized that I was so depressed and so unmotivated that I could hardly get out of bed. 
and preparing the Christmas lunch was such an effort for me, and the holiday at the end was a disaster. So we all decided to come home and earlier as planned. And that year I realized that the pain and the heartache for family and friends of the bereaved parents will just always make it so much harder for them. And the family and friends need to acknowledge that it is never easy to just forget, even for moments, even around the table. So it is okay, Kathleen, to not feeling up to celebrating the festive season. So, Jean, what do you recommend for family and friends of the bereaved parents? How can they help try and make the festive season a little bit easier? Yes, Kathleen. Um, of course, there's not a specific recipe, but it's good for the family and friends to realize Number one, they cannot understand how the bereaved parents feel. It wasn't their child. Even if they've known the child from birth, even if it's a cousin that they've always been with, they cannot put themselves in the shoes of the bereaved parents. So it is good to be supportive, but not expect them to just keep up with previous traditions and try to keep it normal. There's nothing normal for the bereaved parents in this time. And there will never be a normal. And that is how it is. Remember, the bereaved parents did not ask for this to happen. And they do not know how to get through these times. It's scary. It's painful. It's extremely difficult to imagine and celebrating any festivity without their child. It is all new to them. So do not expect them to enjoy and put a brave face on. Allow your friends or allow the family that you are trying to support to decide for themselves what they can or cannot do. And there will be many years to come, Kathleen. It's not just the first year. Each year will bring their own challenges. So even if mm. it's now already a few years after the loss, the bereaved parent still needs time and needs support. It will never feel okay to, to have mm. celebrations with that empty chair next to the table. And for the bereaved parents, Kathleen, I just want to add... Dear parents, you will experience that every day is different. And although you try to make the best uh, and not put your loss, you know, as a central point, because many times we feel that we don't want to intrude, we, we, we don't want to remind them. But that is a huge part of your experience. And Kathleen, we as bereaved parents need to be kind to ourselves. If we feel the need to have to, the need for space, if we feel that we just cannot breathe, feel free to mention it to your family and friends. You might say that you might come or might not come. You might say to them, oh, um, we'll try to come, but please excuse us if we leave early. So let them know 
that you are not able to plan your days and you are not able to know how you will feel on that specific day. So in that way, give yourself the permission that when you feel I'm not up to it, to say, I can't come. Breathed parents, remember that your child died and that was out of your control. So anything else now, how you feel, is also out of your control. So do only do what you feel to do. And it might take, uh, take about a few years before you feel up to new traditions. The calendar pages are just turning year after year. And that means another year has gone without your child. So candles are a wonderful energy. We as a family has done it for a very, very long time. And we burn a candle during the Christmas lunch or even with every dinner that we are together because that is a special silent remembrance. But also I can suggest to not try to hide away from the pain is you can give each family member around the Christmas tree a candle and then you say to them, before you light up your candle, just bring up a favorite memory of our child that's not here. It will bring a lot of tears, Kathleen, but that will also be an outlet and afterwards we can go on with the ceremony that we normally did. Another mm -hmm. suggestion is of making a special favorite dish of the child for the Christmas lunch. So each year there is the special something to look forward and we can also commemorate the, the child that's not there. Putting on your child's favorite music, of course it will bring a lot of tears, but also a lot of good memories. When you are someone that likes to hang stockings under the tree, add your child's stocking and write a letter beforehand. Write out of your heart what you would like to tell your child and put it in the stocking. So that will include your child as well. I really like that idea. Yeah. Something that I've, that I've seen that's quite popular is when people make these Christmas baubles with yes. the people's names on and the family members' names on. And that's something that I've got that for my family. We've got it hanging on the tree. So that would probably be something that I would like to do if, you know, in a situation like that is to have this thing with their name reminding me and it's there and it's, they're part of it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Kathleen, um, it also will help you to offload beforehand some of your deepest emotions. You have Absolutely. a good cry and then uh, afterwards you have maybe for an hour or so the energy to just spend it with the other people. So you do not ignore mm. what you feel, but you just do it on your own. There's also another uh, suggestion uh, what we've started. We have started a garden. We started a, a beautiful garden uh, uh, in the corner with a water feature. And um, I always 
buy some of these little features that you put in gardens. So at our garden center, I just can't walk past it without bringing a little bird or a butterfly <laughs> or something home or mm. a new flower. And I also plant that. And especially on her birthday, for me, that is a very special day. That's I buy beautiful. her a present. So there are many ways of still expressing, still filling that need of wanting to give something to your child that we can do. And Christmas time, as I say, we can do it with a stocking. <laughs> yeah. So, so in, in essence, there's many ways to celebrate your child's life. For sure. For sure. And you do it as you can handle it, Kathleen. You cry. Mm. You feel that there's moments that you want to die. You feel that there's moments that you're not able to breathe. But you are going to celebrate it on the way that you've done this past few months, weeks, or how long it has been since your child passed. You will do it just day by day, moment by moment. But it will always be in your mind, in your heart, that your child is with you. And nobody, Kathleen, can take the memories of beautiful times together from you. So from my heart to your heart, dear bereaved parent, may you find peace and may you feel loved in this festive season, in this December Christmas holiday. My heart, think of you and I am with you. And if you need any support, even if you just want to pop me an email or a WhatsApp, you're so welcome just when you want to say to someone that understands, I need some support. You're so welcome to do that. So you can write to me at info at guidancetogrow.co.za. Info at guidancetogrow.co.za. You can pop me a WhatsApp at 72 Nine zero. God bless you. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you very much, John, and thank you very much for your time. I wish you the best for this December and the festive season as well, because I'm sure that even with all the activities and excitement that's going on on your side with the planning of the wedding, you will you will have that empty chair. And, Always. And. My heart is with yours as well. And I'm sure that everyone that's listening, you know, they can relate to this. So I wish you a wonderful festive season thank you as very well. Much. And thank you so much for sharing so much of your, of your personal journey with us. Thank you, Kathleen. It is such a privilege to do that. And I wish you all a wonderful time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Viloma. Visit www.guidancetogrow.co.za to find out more about Jean van den Berg, social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling. If you have lost a child 
and would like to connect with Jean, please email info at guidancetogrow.co.za and follow Guidance to Grow SA on Facebook.